Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about Manchester United's 3-2 win in the Premier League against Tottenham at Old Trafford. Uh, with Ronaldo saving the day, Ronaldo certainly saving the day indeed. 800 and I believe it's 6 uh, career goals now for Ronaldo. Uh, pretty incredible stuff, very very good indeed, there's a lot of things to... Um, dig into here today so uh was it a good game did we play well um obviously we played better than we did against city (laughs) um i think this is a case of you can only beat what's in front of you i did think we were good at certain points but i also thought tottenham weren't very good i thought we were quite equal to be honest um and i thought both teams actually tried the same thing against each other, which was sit back and hit each other on the counter-attack, which ended up being a sort of relatively equal game. We just made more chances out of that, and we scored more of them. Um, And Tottenham really didn't create very much at all. Um, And uh, it's interesting talking about strikers. Um, Of course, Ronaldo grabbing a hat-trick today. Congratulations to him for doing that. Uh, very, very well taken goals and everything. Um, I was having a look at Harry Kane in this game and having having a look at his general football, having a look at where he is getting chances to score or not getting certain chances to score. I think he's incredibly overrated, Harry Kane. Um, at least every time I've seen him play, he's really just not delivered very much. Um... And I think the same happened today. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just interesting seeing the contrast between Harry Kane, who's you know always very highly rated, and then Ronaldo, who apparently Ronaldo was the problem or something. But you know, um, and I'll still stick by what I said about Ronaldo in the um, "Who Should Stay, Who Should Go" podcast. You know that I did a few days ago. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but. No, Ronaldo delivered the goods today, certainly. I don't know what sort of propped him up. Um, but he, he had a fantastic game. He really, really did. Um, yeah, this was a kind of a kind of middle ground performance for Man United. I thought we certainly obviously took more of our chances. I thought we created slightly more than usual. Um, but there was still some like ridiculously sloppy passes in certain areas. And it's interesting to try to judge with a game like this, where you think, okay, are Tottenham defending and ta- and attacking poorly, or are we doing it really well? And I think it was simply a combination of both. Um, I thought Harry Maguire was a lucky guy today. Um, you know, speaking of the two English Harrys, um, scoring the own goal um, really put a dampener on things. But then Ronaldo came up with the goods again. Um, will he be able to do it again on Tuesday? Will we, will we be able to do this again on Tuesday? Because one of the mentality issues at this club is we take the lead in games and we fall off at certain points. Or we win a game like this where we've won it in quite dramatic style. And then the players get a bit too overconfident. You want your players to be confident, obviously. But it'll be interesting to see the mentality on Tuesday after um after this particular game so but there's not a ton more else to say i think in terms of getting into the summary which is where we'll talk about a lot of stuff um player ratings are going to be interesting today i've um 
well, there's one obviously clear man of the match, but then there's obviously a couple of other players that who really um did pull their weight quite a lot today. Um, I think Sancho was amazing again. Um, I thought the midfield was kind of interesting with not having Bruno there, um, with having Pogba, you know, further up the pitch. Thought that was really interesting. Um, thought Rashford had a kind of odd game of sorts, certainly. Um, but I thought he was better today than um, than usual. So, but no, there's not not lot else to really talk about. I mean. In terms of my player-specific conversation, I'll get into that in the player ratings and obviously when I get through certain things in the summary. So let's just get into the summary. 12-minute um, goal, we've got um, Fred assist, flick-on from Fred uh, to Ronaldo and he takes a 30-yarder sort of shot, kind of out of nothing. We take the lead basically from, from nothing. Um, but Ronaldo clearly saw some space, maybe saw the keeper in a odd position or something. And he took his shot. Um, brilliant goal. I mean, this is what Ronaldo is capable of. And I suppose you've got to kind of ask the question of, like, when you get this performance from Ronaldo and he scores goals like that, like really incredible goals out of nothing, and you do wonder why he can't do things like that more often, but then sometimes we can't control the midfielding games, which leads to other problems. But uh, it does make... Because sometimes you sort of think... When we're in the final third or when we're on the attack... How much should you shoot and how much should you pass? You know, should you be taking shots from the edge of the box? And yeah, you probably should. If, you, if you're like a Sancho or a Pogba or an Aldo or somebody like that... You're somebody that's quite good at shooting. And you do find the space on the edge of the box. I mean, that wasn't even really the edge of the box. It was further out than that. Um, should you take a shot and probably is the answer but you don't want to overdo it because there's a fine line I suppose between um, you know overplaying it with passing and, and things like that where you're just you're not really taking um, I suppose the opportunity to take a shot and you're sort of pass 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 and you overplay it but then there's like a line where you can do too much shooting um, I think Man United have not managed to find that fine line. Um, but this opportunity was taken and it was a rocket of a goal, it really was. It kind of came out of completely nothing. But yeah, it's interesting with Ronaldo though, because as you look at him at this age and the type of player he's become, he is kind of a poacher type of striker. Um, you know, put the ball in the box type of thing. And that was how he scored his other two goals. But um you know, he is still capable of doing these types of shots. He did one in the Champions League not too long ago. He's done a few others this season. So it's a brilliant, brilliant goal to get us started um, in this game. Uh, then we got a penalty incident to talk about. Uh, Harry Kane scoring his penalty handball given against Tellers. Uh, there was a handball that wasn't given about... It was after we went one that up, wasn't it, I think? In between this goal and the first goal, I think it was... Um, and it was a handball in contention against Eric Dyer, I think his name is. Uh, and that wasn't given, wasn't given, wasn't like sent to VAR or anything. Um, this one was, and Harry Kane put the penalty away. They nearly saved it, but it was a penalty. But both of them were penalties because both both of them are very very similar types of handballs. But I mean, this is one of them things where like if we end up drawing the game. 
we would look back on the Maguire own goal or the Kane penalty goal and we'd think, oh, we got screwed over or, oh, Maguire let us down, we lost the game or whatever. But because we won the game, some of those things will be overlooked because the main talking point will be, you know, Ronaldo hat-trick, which it should be, but... um, Yeah, I suppose it's just a question of, like, why was our handball um, question not looked at at all? I mean, there was, like, one replay, but it wasn't a VAR replay. And theirs was given instantly. Is it where the ref was? Because I never really look at where the ref is in the game. There's already too many things going on. Um, but no, Kane put his penalty in a way that made it 1-1. Um, but my main point from that is it should have been a penalty. The Both incidents should have been a penalty, which would have made it technically 2-1 if obviously we scored our penalty, but we weren't given it. Um, then we've got... Uh, I quite like this second goal, actually. I mean, I like all the goals, but um, this involves a bit more pass and move. And it demonstrates a bit more of what we should be trying to do, what you can't always do, but what we should try to do a bit more. So we win the ball in the um, middle of the pitch. Somebody passed to Matic. He then notices a very simple run from Sancho down the left-hand side. Ball's played down left-hand side. He's unmarked. He runs through on goal. Ronaldo's just in space. Um, it's played across the goal and it's scored. It's a, when you look at the replay of it, it's like, yeah, Man United should be scoring goals like that. And we should. But we, we don't really tend to. And granted, that type of goal you can't really score if the team is playing a low block in that situation. Because you won't really find that type of space. Um, but a big part of this goal is pass and move. I mean, if Sancho doesn't make the run and Ronaldo doesn't make his run into the box... We probably don't score that goal. Um, and one of my biggest complaints about our attacking play over the last what year or so has been that we don't really do enough pass and move. It's a very basic fundamental part of football. Um, this wasn't the exact type of pass and move I'm talking about. I'm more talking about your intricate sort of like get some movement in the team. This is kind of like a player making a run, another player making a run, the player gets on the end of the ball... He passes it into another player on the end of a run, and then we score. Um, it's not the exact same type of passing move I've been talking about, but it's still something you should do because, yeah, if both those players don't make the run, I mean, because if, if Matic looks at Sancho and he's like, oh, he's not made a run, and he doesn't pass it, the goal doesn't happen. So it's an interesting one, but it's, uh, yeah, it was, a good, it was a good goal to see. It was a good goal to see, definitely. So... That was half time, uh, which was 2-1 at the break. So we actually have something in the first half to talk about. Because <laughs> a couple of games we, we haven't really. Um, then a substitution made at the 68th minute. I think it was maybe because of a Rashford injury. Uh, good timing in terms of the substitution. Whether it was because of an injury or not, it's still well timed. Rashford, who was sort of fading out the game a little bit, took an off for Alanga. I, I agree with the substitution fully. Um, I think we were doing rotating wingers in this game, which I'm not a big fan of, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I've started to not get so obsessed about, like, Sancho off the left, Rashford off the right, because it's not worth getting annoyed about anymore. Um, it, it it used to annoy me a lot, um, but I've, I've kind of had to let that go, because it happens... It happens more than I want it to, definitely. Um... And there's two elements to it. One is the case of playing one, you know, right winger off the off the left and then a left winger on the right. 
but then it's like when you switch them over. I just wonder how that works with your fullbacks because they have to have a relationship. They have to have a rapport with each other where they're like overlapping or not or who's making a run. That's a very important relationship. Um, but anyway, uh, never mind all that. Uh, Alanga brought on for Rashford, so I fully agree with all that. Hopefully it's not because of a Rashford injury because we don't want him to be injured. Uh, but he was fading out the game a little bit, so it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a substitution I would have made anyway. I just don't know if it was because of an injury or not. So, but there we go. Uh, so all good with that. Um, then an own goal from Mr. Harry Maguire had a very quiet game. Maguire, I mean, probably put in a few passes, a few clearances here and there, but wasn't having it. It wasn't shining, and he wasn't sort of letting us down. Up until this point. Um, he was just very, very quiet in this game. Um, Varane did a lot of work. Matic did a lot of work. And Tottenham couldn't seem to really penetrate the box anyway. So Maguire just sort of wasn't really involved. But the same way that De Gea wasn't really involved that much in this game. Um, just sort of cleaned up anyway. So, um, But yeah, Maguire, I, I can't remember who put... I think somebody put cross in... The Tottenham player was going to be offside. It's it's strange because obviously I always talk about like okay if you've got and yet again yet again it's another goal from a cross. <laughs> um, obviously it's an own goal so it's a bit different. But the funny thing is if Maguire because I talked obviously about the Man City game where Maguire let the ball run through his legs and if he just kicks it away, it they don't score the goal. In this situation, if he doesn't kick the ball away and he misses it or whatever, and the Tottenham player scores, it's an off. It will be an offside goal. So it's like the total opposite of what you'd want. Obviously, you still want him to put in the effort to kick the ball away, but just not into his own net. And I, th- I, th- I think with the Man City game the other day, which was on what Sunday, I think I remember saying like, "I want you to kick that ball anywhere, but obviously not into your own goal." Well, here we are. So. <laughs> Yeah, you, you you got you got contact on the ball this time, Maguire. Um, but you kicked it in your own net. Uh, I guess you're learning slowly, or or something. I don't know. I don't know what we do with Maguire. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he's a uh, he's an interesting one, isn't he? Um. He, he, he's he's not having a good season. He's having a really really bad season, Maguire. He probably needs to be dropped, but. That's not going to happen, is it? So, because he's the eighteen million pound captain. So, and he's English. So, yeah. Anyway, let's move off of that disaster. Um, again, that's another thing where, like, if Ronaldo doesn't score the third goal, we would probably point at the Maguire own goal and the penalty situation more. But Ronaldo saved the day, so everybody's going to kind of forget everything else that's happened. Um, another substitution that happened: um, Cavani on for Matic. In the 80th minute. Too late of a substitution. Uh, it's an interesting substitution. I mean. You wonder about Ronaldo's fitness in a game like this. And. Obviously. In this game. You don't want to take Ronaldo off. Because he is playing so well. And obviously he grabbed the goal like a minute later. Um, but you can kind of see Ralph's tactics a bit. That's basically going to a 4-4-2 in it really. Where you've then got obviously uh, Fred and Pogba in the midfield. And then Ronaldo Cavani up front. You know, it's 2-2. You want to go for the win. You don't want to take your striker off who's scored two two goals. You have another striker on the bench. You have three midfielders. Sure, take one of them off. 
bring bring a striker on. And that wasn't what caused the goal, but it spurred us on, obviously, to score another goal. So, yeah, make, makes makes sense. The substitution's too late, but um, in terms of when I would time the substitutions. But, uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, pretty good one. Matic probably getting tired because he's Matic. Um, so, yeah, it's one that makes sense, I suppose, and you haven't really got many other options. So, uh, then Ronaldo grabs the winning goal from a corner. Um, Tellez crossing in the ball and Ronaldo simply just getting on the end of it he he made all three goals look so easy today um, like hey I'm going to just blast this ball from 30 I almost said 30 miles that would, that, that would be a goal wouldn't it 30 um, yards not 30 miles <laughs> um yeah, I'm I'm trying to I'm imagining now somebody like absolutely leathering the ball from 30 miles, but obviously wouldn't happen. Um, 30 yard goal, you know, it's just like okay, I'm just gonna just whack this ball and it's just gonna go in. And I think Loris Loris is a really good goalkeeper at times, but eh, sometimes you can't really stop a Ronaldo shot, can you? So, um, yeah, but uh, scoring that and then just hey, I'm gonna run on to the end of Sancho's pass and I'm gonna poach it in the back of the net and then hey I'm just going to jump up for this corner and head it in the back of the net um, he made it all look so easy today but that's what Ronaldo is capable of doing um, when he gets a service although it's odd to say service because even with the, the, the assist from Fred kind of that wasn't really service that was just like passing in the midfield and a levered shot from 30 yards um, or however far out that was probably was further than that but yeah um Made it look easy. But he got... With the other two goals... The pass across the face of goal... And then the cross for the header... He was given service. So, there you go. Uh, then Lindelof brought on for Ronaldo. Makes sense. You want to just... You know, seal things up. Because um, then you've got, what... Fred, Pogba in the midfield... And a back five of Delow... Lindelof... Maguire... Varane... And Tellez. Uh So, that makes sense. Um... That was our third sub, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, could you have taken Maguire off for somebody? But no, that wouldn't have happened, would it? Um, but yeah, Lindelof brought on for Ronaldo. I think Lindelof made a couple of really good um, blocks and things when he when he came on. Uh, that type of substitution, you can't really put a time stamp on that. I mean, it's 83 minutes, but that's not one that I would consider late. That's just one that's sort of like, hey, there's about five minutes left. Um... So I want to, you know, park the bus and just just finish this game off. So fair enough. Yep, yeah, all good. Uh, then it says Pogba got booked for something, which I don't remember. Um, so there we go. Just a couple of comments I want to make about Tottenham as well, because of course last time when we played them, which was the three-one win, uh, where Ollie was still in charge, um, they had Nunes, I think, from uh, the Wolves manager. Um, yeah. Until until I see Harry Kane giving a better performance, I'll continue to think he's overrated. And as I said, I think on the same episode last time, they've got like... I think Tottenham have got four good players. Kane, who can be good, but I think is well overrated. Son, I think Son is a lot better than Kane, um, just in terms of football ability. Lucas Moore is pretty good, and Lloris is pretty good, apart from when Ronaldo is attacking his goal. Um... 
I actually, I mean, I did the episode, like I said, a few days ago on who should stay, who should go, and I did pick out quite a few players. I think that Tottenham team's in a need of a bigger clear-out than the Man United one. Um, whether or not that means we finish above them in the league, who knows? Because um, I think we've got a better team squad-wise than Arsenal. They're above us at the moment, but it's not always about equality of players. Obviously, that's a big factor, but I'm just saying, I think I think player for player... We've got a better team than both Tottenham and Arsenal. Um, although Arsenal's team really got quite shrunk down in uh, in January, didn't it? They lost a few. I think they lost. Um, is it Lacazette went to Barcelona. Um, no, Bamian went to Barcelona. I think Lacazette is also maybe leaving or something as well. Um, but no, I mean Arteta's doing a pretty good job with Arsenal. I mean they are above us, so I can't talk too much smack about them. Um, and Conte's a really interesting one, like, he's obviously a very, very good coach and a good manager, but uh, this Tottenham team's just, I don't know, Mourinho couldn't do a lot with them, Poch couldn't do a whole lot with them, I mean, he got into a Champions League final, but ever since they got past the days of, like, having Bale in the team, I don't think their team's been as good, really, um, so... Anyway, um, there we go. We we we've we've beaten them twice now this season. So there we go. Uh, all right, that's it for the summary and everything. Let's do some housekeeping, and then we'll get into player ratings. See you for that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, I did a film review today. Gave a must-see rating to Turning Red. It's the newest um, animated film from Pixar, which is available to watch with a Disney Plus subscription. Uh, you can see it 
in certain theaters and stuff, cinemas, but uh, it is available with a subscription to Disney, to Disney Plus. I really, really, really enjoyed it a lot. There's a spoiler-free section at the start, but gave that a must-see rating. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that film. Um, speaking of the podcast I mentioned earlier, I did a United Cast episode, Who Should Stay and Who Should Go, going through every single team, sorry, every single player listed within the team and going through what year their contract runs out, how old they are, because obviously you've got some of our older players like Matic and stuff and Matter, and talking about who should go and who should stay uh, in terms of all of that. So you can listen to that episode as well. Uh, Walking Dead still continuing, season 11, episode 11, so 1111 uh, is what we're up to at the moment. We'll be continuing with that. We got five, wait, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, we got five episodes left of this B side of the series or of the, the, the season. So we'll be continuing with that on Wednesdays. Uh, in honour of International Women's Day, I did a list called Top 10 Favourite Female Characters. I ended up with about 22 or something, but I narrowed it down to a top 10 and then the rest with Honourable Favourites. There's still some characters that I still missed, some ones that I thought about um, even after I did the episode. There's just, well, it's good that there's an option of so many characters, but just so, so many uh, great female characters out there. So that was a that was a really fun list to do. I really like doing those types of lists. Um, I just in, ca- just in case you're interested in those types of lists, I have done um, top ten favorite LGBTQ characters, which was in celebration last year of um, Pride Month in June, and in October last year, which was the UK's Black History Month, I did a top ten favorite black slash person of color characters lists as well. So you can check those lists out if you'd like to. Um, over on the United cast, obviously you got the 4-1 defeat to Man City. Uh, over on the DC side of things, The Batman is out. Robert Pattinson's new film, obviously directed by one Matt Reeves, starring some other really great people. Gave it a don't skip review. I liked it. I didn't love it. I uh, thought it was good. Could do with some improvements in certain spots, but really did um, work quite well with certain things as well. So uh, obviously a spoiler-free section at the start of that one as well so that's for the batman uh speaking of youtube stuff as well i did a podcast called ranting about youtube problems um on the viewer side of things so certain functions that just don't work that really should but they just don't they've been problems on youtube for years and they are still problems today so i decided to do a podcast talking about that um and that's basically Everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Alright, let's click on lineups so I can see the list of the players. Um, Let's go to my man of the match first. I have to give it to Ronaldo, basically 10 out of 10 performance. I'm not just giving that to him just because he got a hat-trick, of course. But I thought his performance was better. His ball control was a bit better than usual. Uh, His link-up play with Sancho was certainly a big highlight. I noticed that quite a lot. Um, I kind of noticed in this game... Pogba was passing to Rashford a lot, and Sancho was passing to Ronaldo a lot, and it worked relatively well. Um, I don't know if that was like planned or if that just was what ended up happening, but um, obviously Pogba in, a, in an advanced role is usually a lot better because um, no no Bruno in the team today. I think he got COVID or something like that. Um, I don't know how, but yeah, he he did. Um, but yeah, give I'll give a ten to uh, to Ronaldo. There's another player in this that I'm going to give a ten to um, later as well. But two players on a ten, and that's what I want. I I, I don't want to be like 
doing a sad episode of the United cast being like, who's the man of the match? Because everybody played badly. I want to sort of be like, hey, there was three or four players that really did well, and I'm torn between which one's my man of the match. That's what I want to be doing. Because um, that's a much nicer thing to be doing, really. So, uh, Ronaldo, man of the match, much better performance, and obviously grabbed three goals and made them just look really easy to score. So, there's that. All right, let's go back to the front. Um, to David De Gea. I don't give him an average six. He made a couple of decent saves. Wasn't too particularly tested. I thought Kane and Son might test him a bit more. Specifically Harry Kane. Um, so yeah. I'm going to give him an average six. Uh, the low I thought was. Um, slightly below average. In this game. I think I'll give him like a five. He did let the left side get to him a bit too much. Which was Regulon. Davis and uh, Son. Um, they seem to target our left hand side, our right hand side. Sorry, their left side, our right side, um, quite a lot. And I don't think the low dealt with it particularly well. I also kind of noticed again. This could be a winger problem. Didn't notice him overlapping with Rashford that much, um, and that needs to be happening. But we've been so all over the place with who our right winger is going to be that I don't know. If, I don't know if that's completely the low's problem. Like, does he have a relationship with? Rashford in terms of overlapping with him and the players understanding each other and stuff I don't really think so um so there we go uh Varane and Maguire I'm gonna give Varane an eight I thought he was really good um very very uh assured in defense and everything uh Maguire I kind should I give him a zero again um because he didn't do anything good and he almost cost us the game. Um, in terms of his actual performance, he was very, very quiet. Um, so he, but in order to earn a higher score, you need to do something in the game, not just be there and be quiet. Um, so I guess I'll give him a zero because he caused a massive problem, which was the own goal. Um, didn't really do anything particularly great. Again, wasn't again. It's just not effective from corners, heading away or heading, you know, attacking or defending with his heading. Just, just wasn't there. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give him a zero. I don't. I, I. If anybody, if anybody can give me a reason to give him a one, sure. Tell me what that reason is, and I'll reconsider. I probably won't reconsider, but because I'll have already done the podcast. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't see a reason to give him a one. And he scored a terrible own goal. Uh, I mean, maybe he listened to me and thought, "Hey, if I just all I got to do is get my foot on the ball, right? That's all I got to do." And um, but no, didn't 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 uh, didn't go well. Give him a zero. So, uh, Tellers, I thought Tellers was really good actually today. Really, really good. Um, speaking of overlapping, he's. I think he's starting to develop a little something there with with Sancho. Those those are the two down that left hand side that have been playing kind of regularly. Um, Shaw played the other day, I think, and so did... Did Rashford play down the left-hand side recently? They probably swipped, uh, swapped wings at some point or something. But, no, I was noticing a bit more of a um, left-hand side thing going on there with Tellers and with Sancho. And it, it was pretty good. Um, Tellers getting in some really good crosses, defending relatively well. Um, do you know what? I'm going to give him a 10. I'm going to give him a 10 as well. I was going to give him like an 8 or something, but thinking about it... I can't think of too much that he really did wrong. Um, and their right-hand side, which was Doherty and... 
I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Kulovsky? I don't know what that guy's name is. I've never seen him before. Um, shut them down pretty well. So basically the opposite of the Lowe's type of game. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give Tellers a 10 today. Um, Matic. Uh, I thought Matic was pretty good. Um, I thought Fred did help him out quite a lot. I think they both had... I think I'll give both of them an 8. Like both uh, both Matic and Fred. Maybe they're developing a little something in midfield. I tell you what... Going going through this team, partnerships are so so important in football, um, because there's I mean from what I can see from this formation, which is a four two three one, there's one two three, wait one two three, potentially four no one two, three four. There's technically five link up type of relationships in this team, right? You've got your right back and your right winger, you've got your two centre backs, which is very important. You've got your left-hand side players, which in this case is Tellez and Sancho. Then you've got your two midfield players, which in this case is Fred and Matic. And then you've kind of got your number 10, who is Pogba, and your striker, which is Ronaldo. And you really need to work on which which ones are going to be playing regularly with which. Um, and working on that type of stuff in training. Because those things are so, so important um, as well. But... Uh, I did genuinely feel like how that was supposed to work in this game did work. Matic was the one who got in there and like stopped things. He lost the ball like a couple of times, but Matic was the one who sort of got in there and and stopped things happening. And Fred was the one who kind of like used his pace and cleaned up and got the ball away. And then I noticed he was because how literally how that trio is supposed to work, which is Pogba, Matic, and Fred. Fred. Matic is supposed to be the one that sort of like sits in front of the back four. He will get in there and tackle people. Fred will get in there and kind of take the ball away or get the ball passed to him from Matic. Fred then works to get the ball away and lays it off to Pogba and then that sort of is supposed to launch your attack. Um, to me, that's how that's supposed to work. Um, because that, li- li- that, that literally then is your CDM winning the ball, your box-to-box player who gets the ball and moves it forward, and then your box-to-box player passes it to your 10 who's Pogba, and he can make something creative happen. Um, which, I'll say it again, is not what you get with McTominay in, in the team. He he doesn't really do any of those roles very <laughs> particularly well. So, yeah, but I won't bash on McTominay. He didn't even play, so I'll leave him out of this. Um, so, yeah, that's an 8 for Matic and Fred. Uh, Rashford, I'm going to give him a 5. I thought he was slightly better than usual. I thought he drifted away a bit in the second half, so it was kind of well timed the sub with Alanga. So that worked out as well as I expected. Um, but a good timed sub for um, Alanga. So I'm going to give him a five. He wasn't as bad as what he has been, but he was better than what he had been recently. But it wasn't like great. Rashford did a couple of little things here and there, but wasn't wasn't uh, amazing. Pogba, um, I'm going to give him. Um, he did lose the ball a couple of times, didn't he, Pogba? He was quite good in the attack, but on when he had the ball on like the halfway line, he did lose it a few times. I think I'll give him a seven, just just slightly below what I gave Fred and Matic. I think I'll give him a seven. He was pretty good, but just got caught on the ball a few times, uh, a few too many times. So there you go. Uh, Sancho's getting a ten from me. Um, I'm really, really, really impressed with Sancho lately. Apart from the city, well, we scored against City, didn't he? Um, but obviously nobody really played that well against Man City. But um, 
I just feel he's growing in confidence more and more, Sancho, and it's it's kind of annoying, but kind of has worked out because we brought him for the right hand side. Because I swear that the idea was supposed to be he plays on the right, Rashford plays on the left. But Sancho has just been completely dominating that left-hand side. And his confidence, composure, ball control, passing. Obviously, against Man City, his shooting. Um, Yeah, I think he had a shot today, didn't he, that got saved. But he's not really a shooting... Like, Rashford's the more sort of charging forward shooting type of striker. Whereas Sancho is the one who will play things a bit calmer and be more of the assist type of striker. Got an assist today, didn't he? Obviously, uh, passing the ball into... Ronaldo, um, good run, you know, to you know, for, from the pass from Matic. So, brilliant game from Sancho. I like every time he gets on the ball, I'm like, he's gonna do something. He's he's really gonna do something. Um, and it's it's a joy to watch. It's really good. I I like it. So yeah, easy easy ten for Sancho. And then I've already spoken about Ronaldo. Um, three very easy, well taken goals from Cristiano Ronaldo. Alright, let's move on to um, the bench. Uh, just to let you know who was on the bench, we had Eric Bailey. I don't know why he's not playing. I don't know why he's not playing. I I, I don't know what the answer is. It's because, I guess, he didn't cost as much as Maguire. Um, I, I really would love to see a Bailey and Varane partnership at the back. I, I think that would work so well. Uh, I could be wrong, but... We have to put him on the pitch in order to know. But um, I've been hearing some things about how Bailey's getting frustrated. And you would be, wouldn't you? Like, if you saw Maguire performing like he is week in, week out, you'd be like, what am I doing wrong to not get in the team? You you would do, wouldn't you? Like, and he's probably watched his own goal today. And obviously he did because he, he, he would have seen it from the bench. And he's probably thinking, like, why am I not getting picked? Because um, we seem to have a rotation of the three, which is Lindelof, Maguire, Varane. Um, but it is probably frustrating to him, and it's frustrating to me as well because I know how good he can be. I've seen him put in some absolute world-class performances. Um, but yeah, so what can you do? But M- Maguire costs more than you, so you have to sit on the bench. Uh Cavani, um sorry, so Bailey, Cavani, Alanga, Henderson, Jones, Lindelof, Lingard, Mata, Wambasaka. That's not a very good bench. Uh but Cavani was brought on, he was alright when he came on. Alanga was pretty good when he came on. And so was Lindelof. Two um Swedish players, Alanga and Lindelof, both from uh both from Sweden. And of course we had um Ibrahimovic, who used to play for us, used to be Swedish. Um, so there you go. Um, their bench is not very good either. Bergwijn, Emerson Royal, Galoni, Lucas Mora, Rondon Sanchez, Scarlett D, White H, and Harry Winks. I don't even know who some of those players are. Um, then we've got McTominay out with a calf injury, and Luke Shaw with, it says, an illness. Um... Doesn't this Bruno, but there was some information released before the game that Bruno was ill. Maybe it's just not updated on there. So, there you go. Anyway, it's my thoughts on the game. Let me know what your thoughts were. What do you think of Sancho so far? What do you think of Ronaldo breaking that record? Uh, what do you think of the ease in which he took his goals? Um, what do you think of the whole partnership thing I talked about? How important do you think that that is? Uh, what do you think of Harry Kane? Do you think he's worth £150 Because I certainly bloody don't. <laughs> I don't think he's worth anywhere near that much. Um... Because I remember, the reason I bring that up is because I remember when Man City were going for him 
in the summer and 150 million was the word being thrown around and even back then i thought you're, jo- you're joking right 150 million i mean no footballer is worth that much money anyway apart from apparently neymar who's worth 200 million but no, no player is worth 150 million um no not 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 even 100 million i mean can you honestly tell me that a football player is worth 100 million apparently jack Grealish is worth 100 million as well who didn't do much against us last week but nah nah um no I I I I disagree. I disagree. But if Man City want to go and spend 150 million on somebody, sure, why not? Um, but there you go. Anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, uh, anything that you've got to say about this game. Uh, the next one, by the way, because I like to look up what fixtures are next. Um. Oh, by the way, where you can write in and send those things, I should probably mention how you could do that. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information. In your show notes, there's also a big email box on the website version of the podcast, and there's a clickable email name as well. So write in and let me know your thoughts. Tuesday is the next one. Really, really, really big game. It's the um, uh, Champions League game. Atletico Madrid is basically a one-off game because it was 1-1 in the first leg. Uh, Tuesday, 8 o'clock. So basically, if we draw 1-1, it will go extra time penalties, which I hope it doesn't. Let's let's not do that again, yeah, after Middlesbrough. Let's not do extra time and penalties. Uh, so Tuesday that happens, and then this only goes up to Saturday. I don't know if we play. Uh, no, it looks like we're playing on Sunday next week, which I cannot see currently. The app doesn't go that far. So um, Actually, if I really quickly look up Man United, I'll be able to see it there, won't I? Right, Atletico Madrid, Tuesday at 8 o'clock. And then... Oh, postponed game, Liverpool. Okay, that might be why. 2nd of April. Um, 2nd of April? It's only the 12th of March. Uh, 2nd of April, half past 5 against Leicester. So that is... That is in three weeks' time. Um, So Tuesday... And then, surely we play between the 21st, like the week of the 21st. Apparently not. Apparently we don't play till the 2nd. We'll see if that, that might change over the over the coming days. Uh, the upcoming games, Man United, Atletico Madrid, Tuesday. Liverpool game postponed, I imagine that would have been next weekend's game. And then it's got something to do with the FA Cup. Uh, and then, us and Leicester, 2nd of April. Then we've got Everton, Norwich, Arsenal, Brentford, Brighton. Chelsea, and then the last league game of the season is Crystal Palace, so that's your look-ahead type of thing. So, there you go. Anyway, um, that's it for this episode. I'll see you all on Tuesday night. Big, big game. I really, really, really want to win the Champions League, but some of you have probably just gone, you're not winning the Champions League. You, you might be right. You might be right. Doesn't mean I can't want it, though. Just because it's a thing I will unlikely get, or the th- a thing that the team will unlikely get, doesn't mean I can't want it. And it's a, it's a thing that's attainable. There's, there's enough, there is nothing stopping Man United win the Champions League. All you have to do is put the ball in the back of the net more times than the opposition. That That's ultimately what a game of football comes down to, isn't it? Uh, but it's who can do it in, in the best way and whatnot. So anyway, uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. 
TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcast to take a look out for all that. Uh, by the way, sorry for the delay with the gaming talk. We were going to do it Tuesday, and then there was a state of play for Wednesday. We do have it arranged uh, to do with Robert tomorrow, the gaming talk podcast for Sunday, and a Superman and Lois episode as well. So look out for those podcasts tomorrow. And I'll see you all Tuesday. Uh, in the meantime, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, main United podcasts. Uh, so you can look at more of what we've done over those places. Um, if you want to support Entertainment Talk in other ways, of course you can tell other people that you know about what we do and where they can find it. Tell us, tell them about what we do and where they can find our content. Uh, social media, you can do that stuff over there as well. Share the podcast around on different pod- on different uh, social media platforms. Uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, add free podcast review options, take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, for your TV and your film news, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Uh, Geektown Radio episodes come out on Tuesday, so look out for those. Uh, Bex is still streaming basically daily over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, doing lots and lots of great streams, including some Tomb Raider stuff, so check that out as well. I've now got somewhat of a Twitch schedule, which is good. Uh, you can all join me tomorrow at 1pm. Uh, if you want to do that, and then late Thursday nights um, for the uh, FIFA career mode now, um, you can join me for that. But if you want to be updated on our Twitch stuff, follow us over on Twitch, UK. And I did update, um, in terms of the Twitch broadcasts that I've done, I did update those and shove those over to YouTube. You can find all those now over on Entertainment Talk Plays. There's two um, FIFA career mode episodes, so if you want to get caught up with those before Thursday, those should both be on YouTube now. I've still got some COD clips and stuff to put out on YouTube, but I've updated those as well. So go over there, go over to YouTube, find the content that we've got in terms of the gameplay stuff on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow for some other podcasts, and in Big Day Tuesday, Athletic Go Madrid. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you then. Bye.